Hey everyone, welcome to This is Steph Sober, a weekly podcast for those in need of some sober support. I'm your host, Steph, and this episode is the start of a three-part series called I'm Sober, Now What? I decided to do this because I know how questions come up when you are contemplating sobriety. Heck, I still have a lot of those questions come up myself. So let me see. I bet you have asked yourself things like, who will you be? What will you do for fun? How will life change? Can you be happy without alcohol? How will it affect your relationships? Are you being too extreme? Over the next few weeks, I will help you navigate through these uncharted waters. So here's what that will look like. Today, I want to touch on probably the biggest question and really the reason most people avoid sobriety. How will it affect my relationships? Next week, I will talk about finding yourself and also reinvesting your alcohol funds into new hobbies and adventures. And the third and final week, I will talk about grief and how it's important to grieve that old version of yourself that identified as a drinker. So let's talk about relationships. Whether it's a spouse, parent, sibling, cousin, a close friend, most likely you have built one of these relationships around alcohol. And what I mean is, you spend the majority of your quality time with that person drinking. It has literally become what bonds you. I can relate to this with many relationships in my life, but the most profound relationship would be the one with my husband. We met in a bar. Hell, we were both drunk when he asked me out on our first date. We became the couple that loved to entertain and we always had alcohol at every occasion we hosted. We had the party house, and since alcohol was always present, it got more credit than it deserved when it came to making things, and I use air quotes, more fun. It actually became a trait that I looked for in others to feel compatible. I looked for people who were drinkers, and I used that as a way to bond, which in reality was a way to just enable my own drinking. As long as everyone around me was drinking, it wasn't a problem because, I mean, we couldn't all have a problem. So the thought of losing relationships when getting sober is valid. To be honest, it's going to happen. For some relationships, it'll happen right away. And these are the relationships that were very surface level. Maybe just people you always ran into at the bar or they were in certain social circles. These people probably only called to drink with you. So finding out you're sober will probably have them calling the next available drinker. These are the relationships that you awaken to right away. Once you remove the alcohol, you will see that you had nothing in common with these people, and it's, it's pretty easy to let them go. The relationships that are hardest are the ones that you have years invested in. This could be family members, your spouse or partner, 
even long-term friendships. Depending on their own relationship with alcohol, your sobriety will do one of two things. It's either going to inspire them or it's going to push them away. If you have inspired them, they will be supportive. They may even get sober themselves. But at best, they will respect your decision and not push you to drink. Now, some may feel judged by your sobriety. And how does that even make sense, right? Some people will feel like you are holding a mirror to them. If they drink at the same level or maybe even more than you were drinking, they may feel like you think they're drinking as a problem too, right? If you have a problem, then obviously you think they have a problem. Now, they most likely won't come out and say it like that, but it could look a lot like this. They will question your intentions by asking things like, are you ever going to drink again? Or why don't you just moderate? They may even feel the need to give you a rundown on how much they drink and try to justify their drinking habits to you, even when you don't ask. This can be very hard to deal with in the beginning of your sobriety. It could lead you to thinking that maybe you don't have a problem or you're being a bit dramatic. Don't let this be a reason to abandon yourself and go back to drinking. Remember why you stopped drinking in the first place. The people questioning you aren't the ones having to deal with the hangovers, the anxiety, any health issues that alcohol may have been causing. Only you can make sure you never go back to those ways. Be there for you. If you would like to dive deeper into this subject, I did an entire podcast called This Is How I Navigate Relationships Sober. When you sober up, you may find certain relationships drain you. I go in depth in how to identify these people that I call energy vampires and the ways to protect your energy from being sucked out of you. I will put a link in the show notes of this podcast, and I highly recommend you go give that episode a listen. So let's touch on being around the people you love when they are drinking. In the beginning of my sobriety, I thought I could hang with everyone in the same capacity as I did as a drinker. I would say, don't worry, you guys, nothing will change. I can still hang out. I just won't be drinking. You guys go ahead and drink. Surprisingly, the reason I started to not want to be around them wasn't because it made me want to drink. It actually made me feel really sorry for them. To see them downing this poison and knowing everything I learned about the effects alcohol has on our bodies was really hard for me especially when I was feeling all the benefits of sobriety. So I slowly started to bow out of happy hours and other drinking events because it was really hard for me to sit there and listen to the glorifying of alcohol. I always say it was like watching my friends and the people I love 
hang out with my toxic ex, the one that was really abusive to me, and think, he isn't that bad. He doesn't treat me that way. It was you. It can be really tempting as well to share with others the dangers of their alcohol consumption, especially when you feel so good and you know it would benefit them. But here is my advice. It is best to focus on yourself no matter how hard that may seem. It takes a lot of energy to stay sober. So don't waste it on someone who isn't ready to hear it. Nobody is going to get sober because you are guilting them into it. Think about the reason you got sober. And remember that it had nothing to do with someone telling you that you've had enough. It was about you saying to yourself, I've had enough. If you feel strongly about your friends or maybe partners drinking and it's affecting those relationships, may I suggest you reach out to a therapist. I went through a period where I struggled with the people I love drinking on the regular. I knew I didn't want to feel this way and so I decided therapy was needed. It has helped me tremendously with how I view others' drinking habits. Not to mention, it has given me peace of mind, and I now can focus on my sobriety 100%. Being 16 months sober and focusing on me has actually helped many people close to me overcome some of their own struggles and addictions. One being my dad, who just phoned me a couple months ago to tell me that he quit smoking. He said one of the main reasons was because I inspired him with my sobriety. He told me, I thought, if Steph can quit drinking, I sure as hell can quit smoking. It felt so good, and it felt like I was seen. When we get sober, there's a lot of work, behind-the-scenes type work, right? There's things that we do alone, and when we inspire someone else to take the initiative to overcome an addiction or better themselves, it is so rewarding. So keep focusing on you and be the light on their path. Oh, and I want to mention, you will find new relationships. Stay honest and true to yourself and your sobriety and you will attract others who will love you for who you really are. I have made some really valuable friendships that have been forged from support and authenticity. Not booze and bitching about life's problems, which we can all admit we're being fueled by alcohol. I hope this all helps you get a better idea of what to expect on the relationship end of sobriety. Just stay true to yourself and let go of relationships that no longer make sense or feel supportive. The most important relationship to nurture during sobriety is the one with yourself. Next week, I will talk to you about finding yourself in sobriety. I know that was the biggest obstacle for me. Hence my handle on Instagram, this is Steph Sober. That's really where the name came from. When I joined Instagram at 99 days of sobriety, 
I had no idea who I was. And that was the whole point. I wanted to document me finding who I was without alcohol. Next week, I'm also going to share with you some ideas on how to reinvest those booze bucks. All right, chat at you next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Remember, I am just a woman on a mission to normalize sobriety and living a sober lifestyle. I am not a licensed therapist or a doctor. Please, if alcohol is causing serious physical or mental health issues, seek professional help. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to hit follow so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, leaving a five-star review will help this podcast reach more people like you in the sober community. It's an easy way to spread the word in normalizing a sober lifestyle. You should never feel alone in sobriety, so feel free to reach out to me via email or through my Instagram account at thisisstephsober. Links to both are listed in the show notes.